Welcome. This is episode 20 of Keto and Life Hacks. And today we're talking about how much influence our genes have in our predisposition for certain things. And I'm sure that this is something that you may or may have um, thought about before. Um, but it's something that interests me because obviously this is, um, you know, health and wellness is something that is of huge interest for me. And if there is something that I can do to improve my health, um, obviously I'm going to do it, right? And um, I actually just uh, started a my certification for to becoming a primal health coach. And this was one of the main topics at the very beginning where uh, they talked about genes and gene expression and, you know, what affects whether or not certain genes get expressed and how much our genes um, affect, um, you know, whether or not we develop certain conditions. And um, the answer is probably a lot less than you think or than we have thought so you know we we keep hearing especially as a personal trainer i've i've heard people say oh um heart disease runs in my family or cancer runs in my family right or diabetes runs in my family um to a certain extent that has an effect right because if you have those genes you more you are more than likely to express that but the huge caveat that i want to tell you guys is that you don't necessarily like you're not your destiny is not dictated by the kind of genes that you inherited right it just you know certain genes can be dormant just based on your lifestyle choices and a majority of the chronic diseases that we're experiencing as a society today can be prevented by our lifestyle choices like the foods that we eat you know eating keto not eating keto getting rid of carbs not getting rid of carbs stuff like that right so let's kind of um just kind of look into what is available right now as far as information so there's um a couple of studies uh, areas of studies in terms of genes one is nutrigenomics which is how our nu nutrition affects whether or not certain genes get expressed and then there's also the more popular is which is something that's probably you've heard more is epigenetics which is how much environment can affect our gene expressions and so there's a lot of studies that in in both of those areas that show that you know nutrition and environmental factors have a lot of a lot more weight in affecting whether or not certain genes get expressed and what we what we want to know is as far as the signals that we give to our body let's say after a meal you know that that has hormonal response and also gene expression responses and you know whether or not we choose to you know um favor favor certain conditions we ultimately have more control o over that than than not if that makes sense um so basically i'm telling you that you have the power to to basically reverse any predisposition that you may have like even if 
you know, heart disease does run in your family, you can make a lot of different um, choices in terms of your nutrition, whether you're going to exercise, you know, whether you're going to use chemical free products, right, to basically help you make that less of a probability that you're not going to have it. So for instance, for me, um, I know heart disease and diabetes runs in my family. However, again, because of the lifestyle choices that I have made, um, those genes are not really, it's not going to favor me expressing those conditions because I'm just not giving it what it needs to thrive in in that environment if that makes sense right and what we want to what we and and this is important what we want to understand in terms of gene expression or just hormonal changes in general is that our body always want it's looking to help us survive in the short term it doesn't really care anything about the long term all it cares about at the moment is protecting you from like immediate danger which makes sense right because obviously if something is inflamed for instance let's say you have a wound that needs healing healing or you have um pain in a certain area or something like that or something needs uh healing it's going to to target that it's going to focus on healing that first because its goal is to get you better as soon as possible whether or not that costs you in the long term does your body doesn't know that it just knows how to respond to the input that you're putting into your body based on the environmental factors and the nutrition you know whatever you put into to your body or on your skin so an example of this if um i, I always like to make things more clear with examples would be insulin resistance um, and obviously, this is one of my favorites because insulin resistance is a, a huge topic um, and it should be a focus for all of us because no one should suffer from insulin resistance um, if you can help it. A majority of people that have insulin resistance should be able to reverse it, um, especially with all the information that we know now, with all the research coming out now um, in terms of how to ultimately battle it um, and how to reverse it. So insulin resistance is basically insulin is a response to a big meal, especially a high carb meal, right? Because the goal of insulin is to shuttle energy into cells into your liver into your muscles into everywhere that it needs it um, so that the glucose doesn't stay high in your blood because obviously when the glucose stays too high in your blood for too long that can cause some issues some inflammatory issues over the long term and but con if we're constantly eating a high carb meal or you know yeah if we're constantly eating a high carb meal then we're constantly triggering insulin and so then this is the short-term response of our body is to trigger insulin um, to make sure it gets the glucose back to normal right not too high not too low but on the homeostasis right homeostasis level which is basically the normal glucose levels and what happens is that um, there's a gene um, a high carb meal 
over time, as we continuously do that consistently, is going to ultimately um, turn the genes on that favor insulin resistance. And that's why insulin resistance happens. So obviously, insulin resistance is not something that will serve us in the long term, but it served us in the short term. Um, you know, during those times at the very beginning when insulin was still working properly and our cells weren't insulin resistant, right? So hopefully that makes sense. I want you to get the idea that our body only cares about short-term survival. And so what our goal is now that you have this information is to be able to use this information to, to then look for ways on how you can uh, favor more of a long-term health longevity where you know you're mobile way into your 80s 90s and your your brain is working properly right at that age because that's not something that n not everyone achieves and it's because um of the lifestyle that that, that we live nowadays the high carb standard american diet lifestyle right um, so what we what we want to understand is that genes have no effect until they are expressed and they're only going to be expressed until you give them the proper simulation, the proper uh, nutrients, basically, to to turn it on. So you can turn turn genes on, you can turn them off. Um, and again, even if you have a predisposition for certain diseases because you inherited it from your parents or from your grandparents, um, if you don't, you know, eat a certain way, you can essentially have control over, you know, whether or not you're going to develop that chronic disease. So hopefully that makes sense. So I'll give you another example just to make it even more clear. Um, for instance, vitamin D um, activates the P53 uh, gene. They call, it, they call this the spell checker gene. And basically what this gene does, it, it regulates healthy cell division. So the problem that I saw a lot um, is that because you know there's this myth I think it's a myth you can probably argue with me on this <laughs> that um, too much sun exposure can cause skin cancer um, I honestly don't believe that um, I think there's so many other factors that contribute to skin cancer than just sun exposure and, um, you know, because of this, a lot of people tend to cover their skin, stay away from the sun. And most people are now vitamin D deficient, including myself. Um, when, you know, when I found it about, I don't know, eight years, nine years ago, and obviously I'm not anymore, but I was because, you know, common sense thing says that you have to avoid the sun if you don't want skin cancer but now so if vitamin d activates the spell checker gene which helps us regulate healthy cell division um, that means that it actually helps us prevent cancer because cancer is the division of uh, uh, abnormal division of cells like unhealthy division of cells right so the opposite of what vitamin d does so that means that less vitamin d can cause 
uh, us not to turn the spell checker gene on and can actually cause cancer, which is the opposite of what we think now or what we know or, you know, what we think we know. <laughs> so definitely look into that because I think that's important that you get vitamin D. I'm not afraid of the sun anymore. Um, I maintain a good tan for most of the year <laughs> for that reason. Um, but during the winter months, I try to still, um, whenever I can't get out because it's cold or there's not enough sun out um, in the winter months, I would still supplement with vitamin D because it's important. Um, another example is that sugar or a high carb meal actually deactivates um, the immune system genes and what it does it is interferes with the uptake of vitamin C so uptake means the absorption of vitamin C in our cells so whenever we have a high carb meal it interferes with the immune system because it's not able to um, take in vitamin C and so again sugar turns off that gene so only if you turn it off will you have the 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 weaker immune system because you're not able to uptake or absorb vitamin c so those are a, a few examples for you to help you kind of understand how you can eat a certain way and live a certain way to help you avoid um, you know, turning certain genes off and on. I know this is a much more like complicated topic, but the main, the main goal for me discussing this with you guys and giving you a, a few examples that are, um, I mean, genetics was not my favorite, <laughs> was what, not my favorite subject in college. Um, but I like that I have control and that's ultimately ultimately the message that I want to give to you guys today um, when you listen to this episode is that just because you were dealt with a certain you know a certain gene pool it doesn't mean that um, it's the end of the world like if you have a predisposition for diabetes or heart disease in your family it doesn't mean that you're doomed to have it right you have control over those things obviously certain genes you don't have control of like you know the the size of your feet or the color of your eyes or the color of your hair or um you know how how tall you are <laughs> those things um are pretty much dealt with like you, you can't really change those things to a certain degree athletic athletic abilities right certain people definitely are just genetically gifted in those areas and so those are not the kind of things that I'm talking about I'm talking more about um, certain genes that can be affected can be influenced with your nutrition and with your environment so you know take out the toxins in your home as much as possible take out the chemicals from your food as well so you know stay away from canola oil soybean oil those are like hazardous to your health vegetable oil any oil that um, is like highly processed it's basically just a chemical pool um, it should be considered hazardous material <laughs> really um, you know look for any chemicals in in your shampoo in your lotion um, you know any pretty much anywhere as, as much as you can we can only do so much in terms of like chemicals and pollution in the environment but we 
again it's one of those things that we still have some control over right like in your cleaning products as well so um yeah hopefully this was helpful i wanted to address this because i'm sure that some of you are wondering this as much as i am um so again the message is you do have control to turn certain genes off and on um, especially when it has something to do with nutrition and with the environment so hopefully this was helpful um i haven't had time to check if i have new reviews but um i will definitely do a fan of the week it's been a busy um kind of coming back from out of town um week this week and so i'm still kind of not back to my regular schedule but um hopefully you guys will write me some reviews <laughs> that i can read for my fan of the week this week um take a screenshot of this episode and put it on your stories on your news feeds share it with a friend um you can i'm sure you can find a link to the podcast and share it with a friend and thank you to those again that continue to listen um I know that you guys are sharing this because I see my audience grow each and every week. And again, if it's one person that I'm able to help because of this, um, I mean, the more the merrier. Um, but that one person matters. You matter. And so you have the power to share this information um, and you have the power to also act on this information and implement it. So um, until next time, I hope you guys have a great one. And um, I will see you on the next episode. Have a great one.